what are you just trying to pad out conversation that we can have before the the uh police song runs no okay. i might not do a cold open uh for every episode it just and i might not even use the police song again i might change it every episode i haven't even decided yeah good luck with that what finding a new song and, and editing it in every single time it didn't take that long last time and it was fun and, and cue the, the music reason starting now no no i'm gonna tell you when the show starts i'm not ready to start yet okay i don't want to start before i'm ready i, I like i want to get my uh all right i think i found my um, my spot so um uh go ahead and count count us back 60 59 oh yeah and don't 50. reuse jokes <laughs> you're right <clears throat> 30, 29. Oh, you started 20, at 30 this time. That's, that's, 27, that's very clever. Three, five, two, four, one, one, go. go. All right, welcome to Pod 815. It's a lost podcast. We have a name now. We do. I'm very excited about that. Um, If you have found us, um, I don't know how, but uh, that awesome artwork uh, that displays our title was done by my co-host, lost uh, newcomer, Nate. You're too kind. You're too kind. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to thank the Academy. What did they ever do for us? Um... My name's Daniel. Uh, I started watching Lost uh, the night that it aired um, in 2004. My uh, name's I Nate. I started watching Lost approximately a month ago. Yes, so uh, we are using this opportunity to go through the show together. I was due for a rewatch, he was due for a first watch, and uh, we knew that we were going to be talking about it, so we're going to do this podcast. And if you're going through the show, you can come along with us. Uh, I'm going to provide some. Uh, some deeper uh, observations from the storyline as as I see them, and uh, Nate will have the. And fresh I'll be able to supply the the blanket like just description of what happened in the episode with no understanding of how the events in this episode affect some episode down the line. Now, don't short sell yourself. You are bringing a fresh perspective. There's not a lot of people out there who are uh, broadcasting or. Uh, Judging by our listenership, narrow casting, uh, a, this fresh perspective on Lost. Uh, oh, I'm sure because it's it's 10 years old at this point. <laughs> it's uh, 15 years old actually. Uh, oh, two, even 2004, even 2019. Yeah, man, math. It's an amazing thing. Um, well, so, I, was, I was thinking from when the show ended. That's still. true. That was 10 years ago. Um, uh, so uh, we had just finished watching. Episode 16, Outlaws. So this uh, show, unless I slip up and tell something that I shouldn't, which I won't, I promise, you have my word. Um, This only contains spoilers for Season 1 through Episode 16. Um, So, let's get started. We just watched Sawyer, um, in a flashback, shoot and kill the man he thought was... Uh, Sawyer. The original Sawyer, yes. An older con man who uh, conned his mother and father, leading uh, to his father committing murder-suicide. Ah, uh, uh, okay. I, I didn't get that, now I get that. 
Yeah, see, this is why I tell you to pay attention to the finer details there. Well, that, that was more so just like basic understanding what was going on. The entire okay. time, admittedly, I was thinking, wait a minute, I thought that guy on Sawyer's bed killed himself, but now he's here. Okay, so, so there's <laughs> when you only meet a character for a scene, it's hard to like remember their name. And that is one one thing that uh, threw me the first couple times I saw this episode. Um, the uh, con man that walks in on Sawyer when he's getting it on with whoever that woman was in the hotel, his name was Hibbs. Uh, and when Sawyer shoots uh, Frank, whatever his name is, let's call, let's call him Mr. Shrimp, um, when uh, Sawyer, when our Sawyer shoots Mr. Shrimp in Australia, and he starts reading him the letter, Dear Mr. Sawyer, and Frank's like, who? Uh, and and then Sawyer's like, wait, what's what's going on here? Um, uh, Mr. Shrimp says, uh, did something like, did Hibbs send you? I was going to pay Hibbs back. And Sawyer's like, you borrowed money from Hibbs? So now he's realizing... Uh, this Hibbs guy uh, played on Sawyer's most like emotional territory basically and conned him into uh, doing a hit for him on a guy who owed him money so this had nothing to do with uh, the man who uh, in Sawyer's mind killed his parents he was played he was conned and that's what happened here yes um, yeah yeah uh, Meanwhile, the uh, parallel story in uh, the present day. Nate, what do you think about this uh, this boar? This this boar? You were watching the same episode as me, right? The boar was pretty significant. Yes, I was. Um, it's. Uh, what are your thoughts? It's an allegory for uh whatever john locke was saying about it being like a spirit from a dead relative or a dead person saying trying to convey to you that it's not uh your fault so i'd say the boar is most likely frank or possibly sawyer's mother uh saying hey it's not your fault you need to get rid of your baggage and move on that's interesting. I never heard anyone uh, put forth the idea that it might be his mother, um, but uh, she's kind of. Do you think? It, do you think it that it, my ass there. Do you think that it could? Uh, do you think that it could actually be, or do you think it was just uh, just allegorical? Uh, I I no, I would hope it's purely allegorical, but uh, knowing this movie or no, knowing this show, it could very well have been actually his mother reincarnated into a boar I guess we will only have to wait and see if the if the boar storyline comes back comes back around but speaking of it'll come Not back Penny's around boar. okay you don't know what that means and anyone who's also watching Lost for the first time and listening to this also doesn't know what that means so don't talk about that I promise no spoilers I know I was just trying to make a joke it was funny no you hear me you hear me chuckling over here but you also stepped on my segue, which was it'll come back around. I was trying to bring that back to uh, 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 the whispers. We, uh, you remember so Sawyer hearing some whispers in the jungle, right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, now we have two people, right? 
two people that have heard whispers in the jungle. Um, did you uh, did you catch at the at the end when Frank was dying? Um, he said, "Whether to whether to Sawyer or to himself, he says it'll come back around." Come back, yeah, yeah. And that phrase kept popping up uh, during the whispers. Are you yawning during my monologue, sir? I have not. There is anymore. a person out there right now listening to this in the middle of the day. Everyone's wide awake, and there's no reason why, why people should be yawning. Good sir, we are putting on a show for these good people who are kind enough to listen to our podcast. There are other lost podcasts out there, not as good as ours, in my own less than humble opinion. But sir, we need to earn this listener. Yes, you, you, you listener right there. We need to earn your time. I sincerely apologize. Check is in the mail. Okay, good. Excellent. Excellent. Um, all right. Um, I think we've watched uh, at least three episodes since the last uh, podcast that we did. Five, I think. We last episode oh, really? was. Jeez. We did it right before we had to rewatch episode 11, I believe. Oh, gosh. Yeah, no, I don't remember. Um, all right, so we've we've covered a good bit of ground. It hasn't all just been uh, Sawyer and Boris and and his uh, and his parent baggage. Um, uh, let's see, what over the last few episodes has stood out to you, newcomer Nate? All I want for Christmas is a Hurley backstory. <laughs> I know you want a Hurley backstory, <laughs> and I'm we have gotten. At... We have gotten. We. I mean, I. <laughs> I was hoping so, they would eventually so, go through every character before they started repeating. We've had two Jacks, two Kates, two Sawyers, two Charlies. We even had a Walt backstory, which was honestly very boring. Um, <laughs> I just want Hurley, and I know, I know, like from cop culture, like Hurley won the lottery or something like that. Um, don't tell me if I'm wrong or whatever, but I know it's something along those lines, and I want that backstory even if it's going to be something boring i just i want to get it done because he's the only main character who hasn't had a backstory yet all right technically you haven't had a backstory centered around uh shannon either even though you've seen her peripherally with boone's backstory Um, oh i figured their backstories were just kind of you know we're just kind of boone and boone and shannon are just two they're conjoined they're like twins like i mean now they're not twins in the show but like their maybe the, backstories are supposed to be one. I didn't think that they were going to have separate backstories. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. We'll have to see. One thing I can tell you, I promise you, your Hurley backstory is coming soon. How soon? Not going to tell you. But um, since you think Walt's I think it's in two episodes, just looking at these episode title names. But okay. Can we agree <laughs> that I hate Walt's mom? I... Yeah, sure. Oh, I hate Walt's mom. I hate her so much. She is the... She she is maybe the most selfish person in this entire show. Like, she... But she's very smart. She knows how to play people, and she knows how to... All right, you need to lean away from your mic when you yawn. That wasn't even a yawn. That was just me opening my jaw. Is that how you breathe? I was just opening my jaw and exhaling air. All right, maybe, maybe I need to be less like Michael, and I need to be not so sensitive. Maybe before You're very I go controlling. Before I go off, I know, aren't I? You know, 
I think we need to talk more like like Michael and Walt did. Yeah. See how much we're learning from that episode. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, uh, a theme that I want to point out from uh, episode 14 special with Walt. You know the boring one. Yeah. I didn't think it was boring, but I I respect your opinion. Um, it's the idea that Walt is special. Um, did you pick up anything from that episode? Um, and this isn't a quiz or anything. I'm just wondering, with your fresh perspective, how the episode struck you. You remember Brian, the stepdad, saying, like, things happened around him. Um, he's different. And the episode is called Special. Um, was no, there anything in the episode that, that really... St- was there anything in the episode that like struck you as special with Walt? Not particularly, especially since okay. unfortunately we didn't, we watched the episode like a week ago and I have s- since kind of forgotten it because it wasn't very impactful. I understand. That's fine. Um, uh, remember that idea of certain people being special uh, because it will come up again. Um, and Walt may not be the only person that that idea applies to. Um, what is it like the, the shining um that's not a bad it, it's not the end, short answer is not ex, not really but that's not a bad metaphor um uh do you remember when um Walt was on the floor with Vincent in his flashback uh like doing his homework and uh he's like looking at birds and studying birds, and then a bird comes and flies into the window and kills itself? No, I don't remember any of that. You don't? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> they were, they were, he and Brian and his mom in Italy or wherever, um, they're in the apartment or their home, and uh, Walt's trying to get Brian's attention because he doesn't have, really have a father figure, and... Um, and then at the end of the scene, bam, this bird flies into the uh, into the window. And they're all just like, whoa. And Brian's looking at Walt like, this kid creeps me out. Um, and then uh, what's, the, what's the big encounter with an animal in that episode, Nate? Do you remember? With the special? With special. Back on the island. Uh, a polar bear. Yes. What happens with the polar bear? Just for the a recap for the people who are on episode sixteen, like us. Uh, something, something, something. Walt gets trapped by a polar bear. Michael and Locke work to rescue him, and Michael stabs the polar bear, and the polar bear runs away. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Um, Yay, brownie points. Do you remember what? Uh, Walt had been reading all that day. There was a book that he liked. Yeah, they were like a f- Spanish or French comic books or something. Exactly. Like that. It had a polar bear in it. Right. Dude, this kid, I'm telling you, I don't know what it is, but this kid reads something in a book and then that animal shows up. Uh, it, it's weird, right? I see. I, I'm going to be honest. I've seen this show a handful of times now. I still don't completely understand how that works or why that happens. Uh, I just know that Walt's special. 
I think it's I think it's script writing. Oh, is that how TV works? Yeah, I think I think someone has to come up with the idea, and and write it down. This isn't this isn't a documentary, and like Ethan's Ethan's brother isn't like hiding in the jungle with a camera and capturing all of this. Yeah, I hate to I hate to spoil it for you, but it's uh, could you no. <laughs> Now I'm just imagining a lost, but shot like The Office, like one of those mockumentaries, and they right. just have like, they just pull Kate aside, and she's just giving a like a front-on interview with the cameraman. <laughs> yeah, Saw- Sawyer comes on, and is like, "Look, I know Jack wants to sleep with her, but uh, so I'm gonna press, t- so I'm just gonna press his buttons, and I'm gonna get her to come out in the jungle with me, play some I never." Sawyer is totally the the Dwight of the island. The Dwight? You think Sawyer is like Dwight? <laughs> no, explain yourself. I'm interested. I, I don't see the connection here. Then maybe he's Cree? No, 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 no. Hey, hey, hey. don't backpedal. Stand, stand up for like. This is this was your impression. I wanna. I just wanna. Well, okay. I can't just understand jump in with why. that. We'll have to, we'll have to lay out the more obvious ones. Obviously, there's there's a. Uh, Jack and Kate, who are Pam and Pam and Jim, respectively. Okay. Well, flipped actually. The other one, Jack is not Pam, and Kate is not Jim. Is this is this how millennials have to process everything now? We have to put everything in terms of the office. Yes, the office or friends. Okay. Or I don't agree. For the younger ones. I don't agree, but I'm gonna go forward with you on this. All right, who? Keep keep drawing these analogies here. Who else? Um, Ch- Charlie is Michael. Really? Charlie's the boss. Yeah. Well, okay. If you watch the office, it's not really the boss. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna. Well, how about we come back to this? You uh, you can think on this. We draw do a whole turn of this. Draw draw out a little sketch. Um, I'm very interested to uh, hear who you decide Creed is most like because Creed is my personal favorite on The Office. Short and sweet. He's not in the show that much, but when he is, it's always memorable. Um, Let's see. Uh, well, then Creed would definitely be Hurley. Really? All right. I, <laughs> just you, as far you, as you air, just to, as far as like screen time. I promise. I promise. Hurley is going to get plenty of more screen time. I promise. Gotcha. And besides, look how much the screen he takes up when he is on the show. Anyways. Oh, oh, uh, get that the show. Um, okay. Well, let's so, talk about... Well, we just talked about episode 14. Um, trying to look at what else we episodes we watched. I'm thinking uh, about um, right after that. Um, I, I brought up uh, Ethan for a second there. Um, so Ethan is now dead. Claire yes. is now back sans all her memories on the island. Um, Except peanut butter. I remember peanut butter. That was, that was a bit more like New York Jewish than uh, than anything. Than, uh, I was thinking Australian. that sounded a little too British. Yeah, I can't just get into an Australian accent all the time. I have to go... Uh, Why do I remember Charlie. peanut butter? I should Charlie. say Charlie. Why do I remember peanut butter? Eh, I don't know. Okay. But she remembers yeah. peanut butter and nothing else. Right. Um, so, uh, you had a pretty big reaction there when when Charlie put six bullets in 
and Ethan? Uh, sure. I had a, a huge reaction. Um, For you, it was a big reaction. Well, yeah. I, well, because I, I don't know. I guess the entire time I was thinking like one of them was going to be like a double agent or something like that. Or I thought that before they showed, it was obviously Charlie that shot him. I was thinking it was like somebody in the trees or something that shot him. Uh, gotcha. to keep him from talking. Um, but yeah, so Charlie Charlie shot Ethan and killed Ethan. He's now having to deal with kind of the, the PTSD of it. Um, so the, a big point in, I guess, episode 16, after it was done at the end of episode 15, big point in episode 16 was that, like, uh, Saeed and Charlie and Sawyer and Kate, they're all killers. They've all killed a man um, and kind of having to come to, to terms with that. Um, though they really kind of just like the whole they had this whole thing obviously the episode 16 was focused around Sawyer and so they had like Sawyer coming to terms with him killing a man mm. and all that and then for Charlie they were like oh yeah you killed a man and Saeed's like I killed a man you got over it and then he gets over it so I never realized that before that they were all processing that at the same time I guess I kind of kept those two uh, plot lines separate in my head um, but yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to pull up. I guess uh, for episode 15, with the Charlie backstory of him selling printers, I feel like I missed something. Okay. Like the significance of that. What do you mean? I, I, I don't know. Can, can you give let me any insight without spoilers as to whether or not that's any sure. significance? Specific that he specifically that he was selling copiers, or that whole flashback of him with copiers and having let that girl down and wanting to feel significant, or was it just kind of a character development and arc for that episode of showing that like he's going to be significant now because obviously he kills the man to defend uh, Claire in the end. I think it's uh, him wanting to, he was wanting to, um, he truly did want to uh, feel a sense of justice with Ethan slash get revenge and, and kill him. But he also, I think, wanted Claire to feel like uh, he's going to take care of her and that she can trust him, um, uh-huh. which was overcoming from his heroin days when uh, yeah when he when he screwed what's her face over um, and do you remember her name I can never remember her name no I don't remember her name um, does it bother you how much taller she is than him not really I mean most people are taller than Charlie so you just have to kind of get used to it yeah I'm, I'm actually sure glad can... that Claire is about his height he probably is used to that um but yeah uh her telling him that uh that he'll never take care of anybody um and since then he's kicked his heroin habit obviously um and so yeah i think it's to give perspective on uh his his character arc and some of the ways that he's changing and some of the memories and uh weaknesses that he's trying to get over as we go through the current adventure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, then there was, let's see, there was episode 12 
with uh, the locked box uh, or locked briefcase that oh, yes. Kate was trying to get open that had a little plane in it. That's right. A uh, little plane and guns. The, yeah, and the guns from the uh, man that she loved. Yes. Yes, that's right. Um, so yeah, when it was a thing when Jack was pressing her on um, like why was this plane important to you why'd you go through all this to get this case open and get it back and all this conniving and all this scheming and then she like finally started breaking down she's like it belonged to the man I loved and Jack wasn't believing her because I'm not gonna lie I agree with Jack that line sounded BS when she first said it um, but then she also said it belonged to the man I killed um uh, both of those statements, uh, the man I loved, the man I killed, those are both true. Um, I will say, um, when as we continue going through the show and you learn more about Kate's life and her background um, and those specific events, um, your perspective might change on uh, what exactly she's talking about with having loved and killed a man mm-hmm. um, it might not it might not immediately be um, what you think but that's that's most things in lost I think um, yeah um, I'm trying to think if there was any any uh, like deeper meaning type stuff from the last few episodes that I wanted to uh, draw attention to we talked about the whispers the whispers are significant um, any speculation Nate on uh, on Ethan and where he came from uh, no but I do think that it might be related to uh, the the hatch that Boone and Locke discovered that I don't think they ever opened that just kind of faded away it hasn't faded away. We just haven't come back to it yet, um, and that's a that's a very good that's a very solid uh, speculation. Um, and I can't wait to get back to the uh, the hatch plot line. Um, uh, for anyone having trouble remembering, when they were first looking for Claire, uh, Locke and Boone were on their own trail uh, looking for her. Uh, Boone was going to circle around to go back. Locke tossed him a, a flashlight. It lands and hits something metal in the ground. They start clearing brush, and they find a metal hatch. Um, and that's all we know about it so far. Um, ooh, a metal hatch. Ooh, a metal hatch. What could be in the actual back? Um, I don't know why I said it like that, but oh, I do. It's because it's because I've been watching uh, I've been watching the old Jeopardy SNLs quite a bit lately. Good well, times. good, good, good for you. Good. Yeah, good thanks, things. man. Thank you. I I yeah, thought that you. was very germane, very relevant to this conversation about loss. Absolutely. So sprinkled it in there. Um, yeah, the hatch is super significant, and uh, in a roundabout way. Mm, I won't say roundabout. I'm not gonna let on anything, but I like that you're. I like what you're, where your mind's going about, Ethan and. Uh, in the hatch and I, I can't remember exactly when we start to see more details on 
where Ethan came from and anything more on the hatch, but um, I can't wait to get to that because that's those are some of my favorite parts of the show. Are those are those storylines there? Um, alrighty. Well, if I think of anything else, uh, I'll have to sprinkle that in there. Nate, did you have any more um, observations from the last few uh, shows that you wanted to get in? I don't want to cut you off before we start to wrap up this this episode. None that I can think of right now. Alrighty, well. Kind of interesting in seeing how all this unfolds. And yes, and I promise very soon, maybe by the next podcast in this uh, pod 815, you will have your Hurley flashback. No promises. No promises. It's two episodes from now, I know. Personally, I'm hoping for a Vincent flashback, but but we shall see. Uh, So yes, two sides, two players. One is light, one is dark. Adam and Eve, whispers in the jungle. Who is Ethan Rom? All these answers to come with some speculation, friendly conversation with your friends, Daniel and Nate here on Pod 815. Remember to fly oceanic.